0: We must car- guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. What we do not do is spy unlawfully on Americans. We are leaving in 2014. Period. Ladies and gentlemen, we got them. America's public enemy number one in the United States is drug abuse. In order to fight and defeat this enemy, it is necessary to wage a new
1: all-out offensive.
0: You're listening to Biting the Bullet with Luke and Typo. welcome everybody to biting the fucking bullets we are back i'm joined with my co-host typo hey yo and it is a beautiful thursday afternoon when we're recording this uh first day of fall isn't that right typo uh
1: yeah first day of fall which is really weird here it like instantly dropped like 25 degrees which i don't know maybe that's supposed to happen but it just seems odd that like. The actual first calendar day of fall, and the temperature just drops.
0: Oh yeah, well the calendar is fake, so it probably doesn't make any sense. But um, yeah, it rained here today. It fucking actually rained in Arizona. But I think I think we're far enough out in the on the east side now because we moved that uh, we we're gonna get a little bit more rain. It's not gonna get stuck so much behind the mountain. So I'm looking forward to
1: that because oh, I yeah. miss rain. Yeah, you guys like past the mountain a little bit. Or... Kind of. We're like, do you remember where the uh, athletics
0: baseball, um, yeah, like spring spring baseball on the east side was on the two hundred two? We're yeah. we're like five miles further out than that going east.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, you're a little bit, yeah. a little bit uh, east.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We went, we went east because well, it's closer to her family, and then I wanted to be outside of Tempe. It was just uh, it's a little too city there. And this place, like, around this area is super nice. We need a little bit and, more room.
1: It, it was up and coming on the east side, dude.
0: Yeah. The east side is, like, pretty nice. It's still technically Mesa, but it doesn't feel like Mesa. It feels like Gilbert. So, it's kind of nice. Yeah.
1: It's really weird in Phoenix, too, because, like, the inside is just, like, becoming shit. And then, like, the outsides are, like, growing and becoming, like, well, something. Like cancer
0: always starts inside
1: it's it always
0: rots it rots to the outside so you know it always starts in the center that's true i haven't seen a single homeless person out here so that's pretty good
1: that's a good sign dude that is a good sign
0: i don't have to have my gun on me when i go to circle k so that's pretty dope
1: well you should still i still
0: keep it i still keep it (laughs) but i don't have to yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> You're
1: yeah. not that worried about it.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because um, you know, crackheads—they just got crackhead strength. So it's not really like most of them are like five foot six, and you know, I have no mass on them at all. But crackhead strength is real.
1: Yeah, so and they're gotta, all over. I don't know why, but they—they're all over mill. They're they hang yeah. out. They congregate yeah. around mill it's like college kids and homeless it's weird
0: yeah i mean what's the difference to be honest
1: it's true like it's like it's like people that are in in debt after getting out of college (laughs) and people that haven't got there yet
0: (laughs) i was gonna say i was like it's like looking through the the looking glass it's like you're this is your future
1: (laughs) Half you people will be this guy on the street i want you to know that
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's like that fucking dude that's just toothless hasn't taken a shower in weeks wearing tattered clothes he's like i was you just yelling at you on the street as you're going to drink on mill i yeah. was you you're gonna be me one day
1: yeah dude mill was pretty yeah mill's pretty weird experience because it's like douchey college kids and it and really you got homeless, super douchey and then you get well i think it's just you're getting older and you're like you don't put up with it as much anymore
0: yeah well but at the same time it's like it's like turned into scottsdale like it's like Oh, college really? scottsdale yeah drinks are college price or scottsdale prices the clubs are like turning college or like scotts it's fucking annoying it's like nobody wants to come mm-hmm. here for the scottsdale experience like i want
1: yeah it's i want cheap. a
0: shitty college dive bar like that's what i want
1: yeah well i think i think Well, I think when we first got there, we definitely went all over Mill, just anywhere and everywhere. And then we kind of were at Casa. That seemed to be like the most popular place at the time. And then, but toward the end of our times, we were just like on the edges of Mill, where it was like those dive bars that like maybe you get like, I don't know, 30 people in the bar total, but that would be like a good night. Yeah.
0: (laughs) But that's, yeah, that's because Casa ended up being like, you were just, in a fucking sardine tray. That's how Scottsdale yeah. is, and I was like, I don't want to be that. Like the drinks were still cheap. You get those fucking buckets. Yeah. And... Well, that
1: that's another thing that was cool about Mill is like you. I mean, they were pretty cheap. I mean, it was relatively cheap to drink on Mill. Like, and Scottsdale, it was like double the price for everything.
0: Yeah. And now when my girlfriend and I go out, it's literally like if we drink normally, like it's a hundred bucks easy. For both of altogether. you all together yeah all together so it's like at least 50 bucks a person but it's mostly like 65 25 or 65 35 like you're I'm carrying the 65 dollars <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're i always pay <laughs> as you should i'm like i i, I drink quite a bit so <laughs> i guess i'll take this one <laughs>
1: yeah and then you're probably uh, finishing hers sometimes at the end (laughs) yeah always at the end yeah
0: so i i deserve it i deserve it definitely yeah dude i don't know it's just uh you know fuck i think i say this every week the world's getting weirder the i just saw but well we had like things well we had one thing to talk about but i just thought of something else um i just saw the housing market i saw a house not in this area but in phoenix Drop a thousand or a hundred thousand dollars in a month for their Whoa. price. Interesting. Yeah. They drop their price a hundred thousand dollars.
1: That's so interesting.
0: I and, uh, and 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 it's happened like the, uh, I've seen other ones. It's like five to twenty five k. Um, I've seen that, but it's it's been two months in a row where I've seen like uh, uh, most of the houses on the market like dip. And I'm like, oh, here we go. They're trying,
1: they're trying to sell before it gets bad, dude.
0: <laughs> well, and they, I think they just realized like, oh, maybe this was a bad idea. Like maybe we're not actually going to – we're not going to get this price anymore. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah, and who like, – I mean, who wants to live like in the heart of the city, you know, like –
0: well, and it's not it's not even like just in the city, it's like all around. Like Awatuki. that hundred thousand dollar drop was in Awatuki.
1: Oh, is Awatuki still pretty nice?
0: Yeah, I mean it's still a nice nicer area, but oh, okay. um it's just like that's a its a big drop. Like a hundred K in two days. Like the last pricing update was two days prior, and then two days later it was a hundred K less. And I was like, Whew. here we go. That's interesting.
1: That's interesting. And and
0: it's not the only one. Like there's there's a whole bunch of other ones that are they're on their decline. And everybody's like, oh, Phoenix isn't gonna get hit that hard. Phoenix isn't gonna get hit that hard. And I just really don't think that's the case. Like I get it, there's a lot of people from California moving here, but they're gonna and some of them, if they're moving from the like the coast coast, then yeah, a lot of these houses are gonna be bigger than What they expected, but there's a lot of people from the Inland Empire that are coming here. You know, San Bernardino County, the outskirts of LA County, and they're going to move here, and they're going to be like, I had a 300 square foot house that was like pretty updated, and you know, it was this much, and you're telling me for the same price, I have to fix up this house right now because all the coasties are moving here. Like, I'm not doing that.
1: Yeah, and that that's probably another thing too. The winter, the winter in Phoenix. Brings that influx of like, um, snowbirds, the snowbirds, dude. <laughs> they get, yeah, they get annoying as shit. <laughs> yeah, they suck, dude. Traffic's gonna be hell. Yes, it's already oh, starting, it's,
0: so it's already starting.
1: Yeah, well, that, that's why, uh, like they're doing it seems to me that they're, I mean, the interest rates just went up again. Um yes. another, what? another 0. 0.75. 0. Yeah, yeah, and, um, and to me, Like, you know, I think what they're they're doing everything they can to kind of shadow what's happening because the midterms are coming up. So they're trying to like shadow everything and kind of like gloss it over or they're manipulating the market in certain way, like the gas. They're like, I mean, they're depleting our oil reserves that we have because they're trying to keep that gas prices down for the midterms. Well, once once these like games that they're pulling, they, they start to run out. I think, I honestly think like 2023, it's, it's, I don't think this recession, we haven't seen the worst of it. I think it's like, I think by 2023, the White House would be admitting that we're in a recession and that's how bad I think they're going to, it's going to get.
0: Dude, what, how savage would it be if they like the, they do all this and then like the midterms hit and they let it all go, you know, just let the, the, the dam break and they're like. Yeah. As soon as we let Republicans into the, office, I know,
1: I know. <laughs> it's going to be, I, 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 yeah, there's going to be some sort of blame game. Uh, the Republicans will blame the Democrats. Democrats will blame the brand new Republicans. Like, I don't, I don't yeah. know exactly They'll, they'll pull, know, they'll pull gonna, some shady shit. Supposedly Putin. it should be a,
0: yeah, <laughs> supposedly it should be a red wave, you know? So if like the red wave actually happens and they're just like, "Pink, here you go recession they just yeah. blame it on all of that. Yeah, they punish be- the
1: American people for how they vote. <laughs> yep.
0: Yep. Exactly. Can't wait. Can't wait. Um but yeah, I don't know. I think that's going to be it's going to be an interesting watch. We should have somebody on about that. Somebody funny though. I don't want somebody to be all doomsday about it. I'm excited. I can't wait. I'm going to
1: Yeah, I'm like mentally prepared. I don't know if yeah. I'm fully prepared, but I'm mentally. I'm not. Prepared. Yeah, I
0: don't think I don't think you can. I don't think anybody can be fully prepared for that. But mentally, I'm just going
1: to be like, "This is fine." <laughs> this is. I expected this. Okay, yeah. milk, nine dollars. Saw that coming. <laughs> yep. Yep.
0: Exactly. So I don't know. That's going to be interesting. But the other thing that the uh, well, at least Republicans have done, uh, Mr. DeSantis in Florida. Yeah, pulling dude. a pulling a reverse Uno card out and uh, sending the group of illegal immigrants. What state was it from? Do you know more about that? Because I haven't really looked. I guess everybody's pissed because he he stole them from one state and then sent them to Martha's Vineyard.
1: So they might have like so. Yeah, I've seen a little bit. I haven't looked too deep into it, but it looks like they might have been from Texas. Um, I'm not too sure. So he sent. It's only. It's like they're acting like, like. Okay, first of all, Martha's Vineyard is probably the richest, one of the richest areas on the planet. Yeah. Like, by far. Like, these like is where, the, this is the mean the,
0: Yeah, the mean average, like, income is, or the average income is, like, 120K and above.
1: Yeah. They, they, you know, Martha's Vineyard has a problem and they're, it's not immigrants. I'll tell you that their problem actually is that they can't get anyone. They can't get a lot of people to come work in their convenience stores and gas stations because the price of living there is so high that people that would work those jobs can't afford to fucking live there. That's their problem there. That's their problem. And then, so DeSantis, he might've took them from Texas. I don't really know all the details of that, but either or, they came from Texas or Florida, and it, it does seem like some sheriff from Texas is like going after him. I don't know. I think it's just uh, political nonsense. I don't think that anything's going to yeah. happen with that. But but he's trying to do something, and but yeah, he only took fifty, and he put him on a like fifty, like, and they make it. You know, the funny thing is, they make it seem like all these poor immigrants they're being like used as political pawns is like yes that is true but if you ask these immigrants hey we're gonna put you on a plane and send you to Martha's Vineyard do you think they're like oh my god the tragedy like yeah freaking they gave
0: them a little little pamphlet too they're like this is where you're going and it was like a pamphlet of what Martha's Vineyard was
1: yeah, do you think, they think they're going to look at that and be like, oh my God, it's the Holocaust? Like, this is horrible. They're
0: <laughs> like, this is the best opportunity we could have hoped for. Like, thank you. Yeah. Thank yeah, you, 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 sir. you give
1: them, you give them like a garage to live in. They'll work in those convenience stores, they'll work in those fucking gas stations for you, <laughs> dude, dude.
0: For real.
1: <laughs> they, that was the fucking... perfect.
0: You solved two birds with one stone.
1: Oh my God. It, yeah. It's so. F- it's so funny to me, just because it's like they're like, so like if anyone doesn't know this, there is a large influx of immigrants that are crossing the border. This is this is something that Trump yeah. ran on. This is kind of happening, and these you know blue areas, the ones worse. that, are, yeah, the blue areas this whole time are the ones that are like, oh, you got to bring these people in, accept them, bring them in, but they're not coming to their area. They're coming to like border towns like Arizona and fucking uh texas and new mexico and this is a major this is a major concern for the people that live in these states it's why in arizona you have uh that republican primary governor what's her name uh you're a fucking Um, news lady what's her name yeah i know lake something Lake. yeah carrie carrie lake carrie yeah carrie lake (laughs) we figured it out (laughs) what and one of the things she's running on is i'm going to activate the national guard and this is popular in arizona for a fucking reason like yeah. so they're they're freaking out about like 50 there's just 50 like it's not even like it's not even like Dude, there they had, had to be like, like
0: handpicked too they had to be like <laughs> handpicked they're like you 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 they just like, picked you guys women and again. children
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: well let's talk about how fast they were deported out of martha's vineyard like they got that shit done in less than 18 hours like
1: yeah dude it was they they, they activated the national guard they had the national yeah. guard come in and kick them out i don't know where they went yeah. i'm sure they're okay but they just got yeah. them out of there. Well, did you and see that like,
0: like, like little procession of people as they were getting on the bus that were like whoo like cheering them on it's like what are you cheering on that you just kicked them out of this very yeah. affluent like area that they could have you know been a part of but you guys didn't want them here because it's a political story and uh like what the fuck is this like
1: come on now dude, dude they could have capitalized on it if some i'm sure oh, there's yeah. a bunch of rich oh, democrats my there God. like could you imagine if like one of those rich elite people were like you know, it's like their vacation home, too. It's not even like it, they have multiple. Yeah. And what mm-hmm. if they were like, you know what? I'm going to let, you know, 10 like one one rich billionaire that owns a fucking mansion is like, you know, what? I'm going to I'm going to take 10 of them in and we're going to we're going to let them live in, you know, half of my mansion or or like my guest house or I don't know something. <laughs> and then they had the media had the media come in, you know, do their thing. get oh, all dude, the it publicity. was a, it was a
0: perfect spot for PR.
1: Yes, like they they could have majorly capitalized on this and been like Mm. DeSantis is like, since he won't accept these people and bring them open arms to his state, we're gonna bring him in with open arms, no no dude, they fucking (laughs) they fucking get this nasty immigrant out of my fucking land dude (laughs)
0: what what that one, there was somebody I think it was like a CNN anchor or an MSNBC anchor or something, they were like uh, Ron DeSantis just gave us his trash or something like that. It was the equivalent of I him giving us th- Yeah. They were like, it's the equivalent of giving up his trash. And it's like, are you calling the immigrants trash? Like that's yeah, pretty it,
1: fucked up. It was an NBC tweet is what I, is what yeah, I heard. That's what it was. And it was like, they compared it as like Ron DeSantis and the immigrants to Martha's Vineyard is the equivalent of someone throwing trash is like someone in your neighborhood going around and throwing their trash in your yard. Yeah, yeah, Dude, that was wild. I could not wild. like it. That came from NBC. Like who yeah. who thought that was a good idea? Like I could understand. Yeah, you I'm know, pretty I, sure it got deleted quick. I think it did. After they were just getting fucking roasted on Twitter, I think they deleted it. I think it's gone. But it is, it's so, it's so crazy to, like, it's just so crazy to me that that how, there was one lady that they interviewed at Martha's Vineyard, and she was complaining that 50 immigrants, she was complaining that they can't afford these people, they don't have the resources for these people. Mm. And there's probably like Mm. hundreds of thousands of immigrants crossing the border into Texas and Arizona, and... Do you think they have the resources? Do you you think, you think they could just take whoever in? Like, you know, I live here in Illinois. So like, yeah, we have immigrants that come here. It's not too much in my area, but it happens. But, you know, if I lived down in Texas and all of a sudden, like in a matter of like two years, I became like the minority, <laughs> like it would pro I don't know what yeah. my opinion would be, but it would just be like a little bit concerning that like, holy shit, like my town is being taken over from people that don't even speak the same language as me. Like that would, yeah. would be a little weird, you know, like it's kind of understand why people are like, you know, build the wall. Like you kind of understand their perspective a little bit. <laughs> it's just,
0: well. Did you also, did you see uh, the uh, press secretary get uh, asked like why they're filling in the wall? And isn't that the same thing as finishing
1: the wall that Trump started? Um, no, uh, did they yeah. say
0: that. Yeah, they're filling in the wall. I'll find the quote, but this is this is what she said. The uh, NBC NBC News story quoted Max Leffield, founder of Casa Venezuela, Dallas Foundation, a charity group. A charity group dedicated to helping refugees um he said it's like me taking my trash out and just driving out to different areas where i live and just throwing my trash there that's what he jesus said jesus
1: christ
0: nice oh
1: nice. my god dude the fucking audacity of these people dude and that's, dude, the, and thing. that's the thing it's like
0: yeah that's the biggest <laughs> thing it's like how I get it, I get it. That's probably not what he meant. like I understand that like i'm not I'm not so like disturbed to say that that's not what he meant. He was trying to make an analogy. I'll bet a horrible analogy, considering what is happening, but like he was trying to make an analogy that DeSantis was looking at the, not that he was looking at these people as trash, but the slip is funny because it's a in my opinion it's a Freudian slip, and he just didn't realize it. You know, like, that's what it is to me. It's like, it's like, I understand what he was trying to say. I'm not, I'm not stupid. And I think it's smart to be like, all right, we know what he was trying to say with his talking, knowing his talking points and things like that. He's not actually calling them trash, even though he did actually call them trash. Like, that's not what he was trying to do. So like, I just want to make that clear, but it's still fucking funny. Like that shit is Because it's not surprising. Because if you, I bet you, if you recorded this guy for, I don't know, a year undercover, you'd catch him saying some shit like that.
1: You'd catch him saying
0: some shit like that.
1: Yeah, I'm sure it's common that he said, I'm sure his true feelings about a lot of things, policies, things. Like, you know, that's the thing, dude, these, uh, these people in their gated community, and, like, they're very yeah. nice, gated community with their fence, with their armed security. You know, they don't want regular people to have guns. They don't want regular people or they don't want, you know, Trump's wall or more border security. Like, they right. don't want fucking, uh, you know, they they think that they're so removed from society that they're thinking, like, oh, they don't understand. Why can't you bring these poor people, like, poor immigrants in? And don't be wrong. These fucking immigrants they're, they're honestly just trying to get a better life for themselves. They're just yes. honestly trying to, uh, you know, they, 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 they're very poor. They come from nothing. They're literally getting up. They're getting in buses and going through extreme heat with no AC. They're walking across. They're doing everything they can to get here. Yeah. And it's understandable yeah. why. But <clears throat> the problem is, like, they, they come from a different culture. They speak a different language. They have different societal norms. And all of a sudden, when you have a bunch of people that have different beliefs and different societal norms all in your area and they start doing things that you're not used to, that your people aren't used to, that's not common, that you might not think is okay, well, that kind of causes like a little bit of a problem in your community. Like, hey, what are these these people doing? But it's not the people in the gated community that have to deal with this. Those people have their gated community. They're sitting on the high tower expecting all these fucking poor chumps to have to put up with it but one minute the minute that it shows up at their doorstep the fucking national guard gets called the fucking national guard gets called like it's a crisis like it's a state of an emergency like (laughs)
0: Like yeah and they acted like it and they handed them they handed them uh like water bottles and like like saltine crackers like the little Like, that's what they handed them on their way out and then put them on a bus and got them out of there. And they were like cheering them on, like giving them hugs and shit. And it's like, what the like these people don't know what the fuck is happening. Like, they're just like, all right, we're getting on a fucking bus now, I guess. Like, this is fucking weird. Like,
1: yeah, dude, it's just like they're not
0: unintelligent people. Like, that's the thing. Like, I think a lot of people think um, a lot of the immigrants that come here are unintelligent and they can't make it in Mexico or something like that, or they can't make it in nicaragua or they can't make it in fucking whatever and it's like these people aren't unintelligent they're probably like some of the more intelligent of different societies because they realize they can't be there anymore they're like oh shit like this place is i'm not i can't do anything i but they don't speak the same language so people look at them as unintelligent and it's like yeah they just have a normal like mexico is just a normal ass society like it's you go to mexico and you live in a city or you go and visit a city in mexico it's the same thing And you feel like this is why people in other countries hate Americans, like for very good reason, because we go there and we're like, oh, we're fucking smart and affluent and fucking way better than everybody here. These
1: uncultured fucks.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And it's like these people have like literally survived (laughs) there. Like their country's been around longer than ours. So like, I think they're all right. Um, We may not agree with what they do, but like uh, literally a country that's been around longer than us. So at least they they know how to survive. Like they... (laughs) Their culture has survived for a lot longer than our culture, and at this point, I don't know if I'd rather be a part of my culture or Mexico's culture, because Mexico's culture hasn't, uh...
1: Like, yeah, and <laughs> you, you want to know something Mexico's that's better?
0: Mexico's is not fucking
1: goading <laughs> all the time, and, like, uh, I don't have the... People, yeah, people, and don't get me wrong, there's been, uh, bad scenarios with, like, the Mexican police where they'll, you know, they'll... Oh, yeah, don't get me wrong. Take advantage of people. <laughs> fucking look at but, the United States, please. <laughs> But... Well, yeah, well, that too. But but <laughs> there's one thing that's bit like really different about the Mexican police compared to American police. The Mexican police, the poor people can pay them off. Like if yeah. if they're it's, that, it's oh, that
0: Andrew Tate, it's that Andrew Tate quote.
1: <laughs> at, yeah, I never thought about that, but when he said it like that, like basically that in in countries where every, all all of the police are corrupt. Then it's better for the people at the bottom because you can just pay off the police to leave you alone. Hey, go fuck off. Yeah, yeah, take take the money. Just don't you know tow my car. Don't take me to jail. Don't give me a DUI. Just take my money and fuck off. And but in America. If you even try that, dude, (laughs) you, you, it's worse. You get more trouble. Yeah, dude. I'm sure in certain circumstances, yeah, you could do that. But in most circumstances in America, you can't do that. You just get fucked by the law real quick. So, like, in a lot of ways, I think it's better to be able to, like, oh, the police are so corrupt. And it's like, well, maybe that's a good thing in a lot of ways. You know, maybe it's not that bad. Don't be wrong. The police can definitely take advantage of people but that happens here today. It's just poor people that it happens to, so no one gives a shit.
0: Yeah. Um, speaking of Andrew Tate, he just did a big podcast. What's that super successful guy? Um I don't think he's, he, he kind of looks Middle Eastern. Um He did like a five hour interview with this guy.
1: Yeah. Andrew he's Tate. the guy that had on all the libertarians. Um
0: Yes. Yeah um i just I found it hold on let me I it forgot is his name oh patrick bet david yeah patrick bet um dude awesome it was awesome like i listened to the whole thing last friday uh great podcast it gives you a much different perspective on andrew tate um than everything else and it fuck dude all the shit about like censorship and everything else that we talk about where they can just take everything Like he talks about that a little bit, but he's fucking right. He's fucking right. And what happened to him isn't crazy. Like they just, they're like, yeah, you can no longer use this bank anymore. And it's like, well, then I want to withdraw all my money. And it's like a whole process to withdraw all of his money. And it's like, well, like that's my money. If you don't want to be tied up. And he's like, I still have money. like, I'm fine. He's like, I'm not a billionaire. Like he's not, he's not a fucking billionaire, but he's like, once you make a certain amount of millions, like, nothing changes until you're a billionaire and you can like legitimately buy a country if you wanted to but yeah you know like after after 15 you you, after you're worth 15 million dollars and all that and a lot of your what you're making is profit then like there's not much that changes between 15 million and 100 million like you know what i mean yeah just the size of the toys i guess but anyways really good interview but yeah that I'd recommend anybody go watching that if you have fucking five hours or parted out because it was good. Yeah, uh, and it was interesting to hear about the censorship shit that he, that's going on with.
1: Yeah, I think that Facebook. part was probably the most interesting because like it's one thing. Like, don't be wrong. Did you like, listen to it. I listened to most of it. I didn't listen to all of it. Yeah, but uh, I think I got halfway through, and then I oh. just never went back to it. But when yeah. they talk about the censorship, relatively early on, I think yeah and, it's like right at the beginning yeah because yeah I think that's like one of the first questions they asked them and well I think that is the most interesting part because whatever you think about Andrew Tate it doesn't really matter because what like their ability to just like completely cut people off like that is really interesting and co- I think gives us right. foresight because when and yeah. and it's easy for them to demonize someone like Andrew Tate for like the things he says and like you know and and how all the backlash we saw from him and so it's just just like when he
0: goes through like they they like start reading out his quotes and he's like well let me bring context to each one Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah it was great it's great it's great hearing context to everything and you know i think i've said it before it's like i don't think a lot of what he said was wrong like people can disagree and it's like yeah you can disagree but when you're speaking in generalities it's pretty easy to be like correct on it you know
1: yeah. And uh, yeah, like I think all the criticisms of Andrew Tate are ma- majorly overblown. And oh yeah, I don't think it's really I don't say I just don't think it's as bad as people make it out to believe at all. But the fact that the thing that I think is interesting, though, is like they can take on someone of that, that much fame that is very popular yeah. and like basically shut them out of society or at least the digital world, which is where a lot of us are nowadays. If they can do that to someone that rich with a lot of influence, they could easily do it to me or you. And there would probably yeah, not be that wait. big of a Yeah, there would there would probably not be that big of a backlash for, like, Good. you know, there's you can a
0: call me Uncle Luke and I'll be out in the woods somewhere.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll send you a letter. We're going Unc-
0: Uncle 2.0.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like a regular mountain man. Oh, my God, but it's just so the technical age. It's just so crazy to me that like that that's acceptable. Like we're at the point now where that is not not only is it acceptable. There's people begging, begging for him to be like completely shut out. And then when it
0: happened, cheered it on.
1: Yeah. Yeah, dude. And and like now, now, like the the narrative is just so easy now. Oh, he's a misogynist. Oh, okay, Get him out of society. And it's like Jesus Christ, dude, I don't know what the, they can it doesn't even like I don't think me and you are misogynist, but they can just take, you know four podcast episodes where we rant about white women and then boom, we're fucking deleted, yeah. dude, we're gone, yeah. brother. like it's just like yeah, it's so crazy to watch it happen in like real time, and like there's yeah, almost I just, no I just consequences. Wanna, I just want to
0: return to tradition. Don't delete me off the internet. Just delete me in real life, please,
1: please. yeah. Like, see, that was the way... Not because the, the internet is more
0: important to. to me. Yeah, it's not because the internet's more important to me. It's just, like, I don't want to have to explain why I don't have to... I have a Facebook to fucking a whole bunch of people. Like, that's annoying as fuck.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't aren't care. Why aren't you on Facebook? <laughs> I, don't, what? I
0: don't I don't care, Connor. Like, I don't need my Facebook like you do. Like... <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it's just... And it's... I don't know, dude. I think it's fucking... Because, like... Honestly, like, 10 years ago, if Andrew Tate was saying what he says now, I don't, one, I don't think he'd be nearly as popular as he is now. No, everybody's like,
0: why is this guy just saying the same thing that everybody else says?
1: Yeah, that everyone kind of believes, you know? Like, half the population's like, yeah, this ain't that, this ain't ain't that crazy, dude. Like, yeah, we know that there's, we understand there's a difference between men and women. Why are you talking about this? Like, you know, (laughs) (laughs) like, what? And, but now, like... That's what, like, so crazy with our world is this guy's, like... And in a lot of ways, he's, like, uplifting dudes. Like, that's what he's doing. Like, that's what he's, you know, his target audience is. It's just for men. And they fucking
0: destroy he's the, or try to. He's the, he's the frat boy, Jordan Peterson.
1: Yeah. That's a good... You know? And a little... Yeah, with a little bit more... Uh, a little bit more offensive, actually a lot, a lot more offensive. Actually, I would say a lot more offensive. Yeah. Yeah. Way more (laughs) offensive. Yeah. Way more. Um, But
0: yeah, you know, it was just kind of like one of those things that was super interesting. I found that uh, the quote from, so this is, this is on, let's see, ACLJ.org. I don't really know what this website is, but I saw the clip and this is what it's about but it's uh during a white house press conference on friday fox news correspondent peter ducey dude peter ducey has some savage moments against this uh uh kareem jean pierre like he has some savage ass moments against it's, the white it's house not, press secretary
1: it's not even like honestly it's not even that peter i don't think peter ducey is the best like reporter Mm-mm. he's no. the only one asking legitimate questions <laughs> well, literally not even legitimate
0: like they're like a lot of these aren't even legitimate questions. They're just the obvious question to ask that nobody else in the room will ask. And obviously when it was uh, Peter Ducey and Trump's white house, house press secretary, he didn't ask those obvious questions. Like that's not, not what he was known for, but now that it's Biden, he asked the obvious question. And this was what he, this was the obvious question. Why is the Biden administration building a border wall in Arizona (laughs) and Jean-Pierre. So um, we are not, uh, we are not finishing the wall. Uh, We are cleaning up the mess. The prior administration uh, left behind in their failed attempt uh, to build a wall.
1: What did he, what did they mean by cleaning up?
0: (laughs) Um, He's like, uh, he said, but Mr. President, but, President Biden, when he was a candidate, said there will not be another foot of wall constructed in my administration. So what changed? Jean-Pierre, we are not finishing the wall. Ducey, if if walls work in that part of Arizona, is this the administration trying to get migrants to come across somewhere else, like in Texas? What is the plan? Jean-Pierre, we are not finishing a wall. We are cleaning up the mess that the prior administration made. We are trying to save lives. This is what the prior administration left behind. That we are not that we are now cleaning up, Ducey, By finishing the wall, Jean-Pierre, we are not finishing the wall. By filling in, <laughs> finishing Ducey. Jean-Pierre, we are not finishing the wall, Ducey, By filling in, uh, is this racist? <laughs> That's what he said by filling in uh is this racist because in 2019 when the former guy was proposing a wall you said that it was his racist wall so how is this any different i'm just having a hard time seeing how this is any different john pierre i'm not even sure how to get to your first question to this question you just asked me i will say this a border wall is ineffective use of tax dollar uh, taxpayer dollars so it's so it's ineffective. Oh, and now we I think care about
1: taxpayer money.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think it. I think it went on to somebody else. But they're legitimately filling in the wall that starts in Yuma and goes to New Mexico's border. Uh, they're filling in parts of the wall that go there, and it's like I just love that. <laughs> so is this racist, like...
1: <laughs> dude? She's so this, honestly. These are the questions that terrible. we're
0: sitting here. This is, this is oh, she's horrible. Like they picked the wrong person. Yeah, she's wrong person.
1: Yeah. Affirmative action backfired bad, dude. Oh my god, when they, backfired Yeah, so man. bad. And it's
0: like like so I was talking to my mom and uh I was talking to her about uh you know this stuff, just random shit. It wasn't specifically about that, but I was like uh she I don't know how we got on the topic, but it she said something or about like Biden be a bumbling fool. And I was like, I know it's, it's hilarious. And, uh, she was like, yeah, they're basically going to end up fucking voting Trump back in their office. And I was like, I know I can't wait. I was like, I can't (laughs) wait. And I, I said it like that. And she's like, you know, that's like, it kind of sucks to hear you say that. And I was like, all right, hold on. Like, why does it suck in my head? You know, I was like, I was like, well, my first reaction wasn't even why it was, he was the one that, because I knew what she was going to bring up. I was like, he was the first president to run on gay marriage. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, he was the first president to run. <laughs> I was being sarcastic. Yeah. I was being sarcastic and I was being an asshole. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh,
1: yes.
0: So, uh, and she knows my view
1: on it, where I'm like,
0: look, the, fuck, the government shouldn't fuck be it all. involved. <laughs>
1: Your fucking mic fell out or something. I can't hear you.
0: What's up, everyone? Let me take a second and tell you about our new sponsor, David Day. He offers a legal protection membership that gives you access to attorneys 24-7 for as little as a dollar a day. When you're pulled over, don't talk to the police. Shut the fuck up and call your attorney. When a company screws you over, don't try to call and fight them. Have your attorney write them a letter. Take action to be the man of your house and protect your family from the worst aspects of the state. Visit David's website at davidday.com backslash bullet so that he knows we sent you. Um, that website is david, D A V I D D D A Y.com backslash bullet. Uh, let him know that we sent you and uh, hope he protects everything you need out there. I think it was the uh, power strip. Anyways, so yeah, I was just being a little sarcastic asshole. And, uh, uh, she said, uh, she was like, well, you know, it's kind of worrying because they have my little sister. Right. And she's like, if sure. they do this, like, we're going to have to, you know, like if this, some of the stuff that's going on, we're going to have to move from our home. Like we can't live in Texas. Like we wouldn't be able to live in Texas anymore, you know? And they like really enjoy the area that they're in. And my whole thing was like, well, you know, my view on this, like the government shouldn't or like the government shouldn't be involved in your marriage license. Like you guys are both the parents of my little sister. It'd be like at the time when I was that age, winter, my stepmom would have no legal rights over me. So if my mom wasn't there and there was plenty of times in the doctor's office where winter was the one that took me. And I was, you know, 16, or I think one time I was 15 and broke my collarbone. She took me, but there wasn't really a whole lot of ask, questions asked. So I was just like, she's my mom, blah, 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 blah. They're not checking your ID. But if there was a serious issue where I'm not coherent and things like that, and Winter t- took me at that point in time, she wouldn't be allowed in the hospital room and what they do, whatever they want. The, the government gets to choose whatever they want for your child at that point in time. And at that point in time. So I was like, I understand what you're saying. Like, I get it. Like, but it'd be really funny to see Trump in office, don't you think? Like, well, don't you think it'd be a little funny? And she was like, "No, I don't." And I was like, "All right, I got you." Yeah. Like, I get it. But, but one, like,
1: like, but Trump's this, not going to repeal gay marriage. Like, that's uh,
0: well, no, they're going to repeal the. I, the thing is, is I, I don't think they're these people, like the people that are normal, like. And I'm not saying that my parents are normal by any means, but for the most part, I mean, you've met my parents; they're not. Crazy, crazy left wings. Like my mom was very adamant, and I'm not calling you Zay and Zem. Like that's fucking yeah, they're
1: like central to left. me.
0: Yeah, they're central left. And um and it, they're just they're not those types of people where it's like the crazy blue-haired leftist, but they feel like they have to justify some things on that side or take some things on that side to just have legal protections for their families. And you know with the whole repealing of or not repealing of Roe versus Wade, but the shooting down of Roe versus Wade, how it has happened so far, gay marriage is tied into that and so they're worried about that for obviously my little sister where my mom wouldn't have any rights over her if anything happened to my stepmom or things like that and they're like we have powers of attorney and da da, da 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 but it's not the same type of legal protection that's viewed under like an actual marriage license and it's like that's where the the problem so like for us what we would say i was like the problem is the government is granting you a marriage license not because it's a problem because they're gay it's a problem because the government's involved like that's the yeah. fucking problem but in her head she's like well the government's not gonna not they're not gonna stop giving out marriage license so i have to protect myself as much as possible and i was like i i told her this and i was like i understand that like i, I completely get what you're saying and uh, i won't make the joke about trump around you guys like i get it like i'm not i'm not gonna try and because there's there's a little truth to the joke and that's why it's Like, that's why it's funny. Right. So it kind of stings for her. So I'm like, I won't make that joke around you guys, you know? But then I was like, but I just want you to know when you speak about, if you speak about Biden or the Democrats, like the reason why I feel so strongly about it and why I get so incensed about it is because I feel the same thing. They're going to come for our way of life. Like, yeah, they're coming for our way of life too. Like, and it's not like my life and her life is separate. I was like, you You agree with me on like a lot of what I say. I was like, he's coming for that. And I understand that on your priority list, that's like your main priority because she's so young and like, you know, that's, and that should be, I shouldn't be your priority. And it's like, I shouldn't be your priority. So like I completely, you don't have to feel bad about having that view around me. Like I, I understand I'm an adult. I'm a man. Like I get that. But I want you to understand that when you speak about him highly, that's why I say the things that I do, because I think he's, while he may keep that for you, that's the, what's the, uh, there's an analogy for that. That's like the, it's like the, uh, the honey. It's like a honey analogy. It's like a honey pot. Like basically they're keeping you tied over um, so they can take other stuff from you. You know, they're giving you honey while, you know,
1: yeah, They're giving
0: you money it's- here while they're taking money from you over here. You know, that, that same kind of analogy where it's like, yeah, they're going to give you that. And I understand why that's the most important thing to you. I completely fucking get it. And that should be, that probably should be the most important thing to you. Keeping your family together no matter what. I was like, but while they're doing that, they're going to try and destroy everything about, because they basically have, them. they're the nuclear family. You know, like they're, they're basically a nuclear family. You know yeah, what they're I mean? Gonna, like they're na-
1: they're they're dangling. Basically, they're dangling over this. They're worried right. about the marriage. They're gonna. Yes, I don't see the Democrats ever like repealing or even suggesting to repeal some sort of marriage laws that could affect the uh, parental guardianship over you, your mother, and your right. sister. And but when the fact that they're doing that, they're going to take everything else. They're going to take your right to yes, their arms. Exactly. They'll they'll fucking. Tax the shit out of you. They're going to teach your sister. But when that's your everything, weird shit in school. Yeah.
0: Right. But when that's your everything, it's hard to, it's like the immediate problem versus the long term problem. Right. Yeah. Like a lot of times, uh, well, and most people, like even for us, like the immediate problem is a fucking problem. Like it's like, you and fuck, dude, what are we taught in the military? Close and engage the suspect in close combat. Like you have to deal with that threat first, the most immediate threat first, you have to deal with it. And that's yes. their most immediate threat in their eyes. Yeah. And I, I'm not saying that they're wrong for it. And I think I think that's something that we lose um, in people in our view, in our worldview, where there's like our worldview. There's a lot of people that don't realize that they're like, well, your threats are valid like while yours and I's threats are valid and they are legitimately doing that to they're hanging that over your head basically to take everything else out from underneath you. That's, that's a pretty scary thought. Like, and while I have, and it's almost like a, a privilege that I don't have to worry about that immediately happening to me. Like that's, that is a privilege that I, so that's not an immediate threat to me. So I don't perceive that, as a threat it's like fucking take it away and it's like a joke but it's not really a joke you know like it, we're yeah. joking when we say it but at the same time we mean it because it's like take it away like i don't give a shit about that but for a lot of people and especially people that are generally in the middle it's like well i understand why you feel that way like i understand why that's yeah. your immediate threat like and it probably should be if you're trying to keep a- the family nucleus intact
1: yeah, that's a good example of like single issue voters. I'm not saying your parents are, but like that's no. a good, that's a, that's but enough. That would be enough reason for me to vote. There's this... That'd yeah, be enough absolutely. to change, change my vote. Like even if, you know, I, if I was, if I was married to you and we had a kid, mm-hmm. right? And technically it was your one kid, but one. I, I'll propose. Yeah. <laughs> and technically it was your kid, not really my kid, like genetically, I guess. Uh, then. Yeah for some reason, some law came around, or they changed some law, but I don't have the same legal rights over my child as you do, that would be a problem. That would be a major fucking problem for me. Yeah. I'd be fucking upset right. if the gov decided that I don't have the same rights for whatever reason. If something happened to you, or if something, you know, just you're not around, whatever the fuck it is, and there needs something needs to be done, right. but I don't have the legal authority to approve it or whatever. That that's a major concern and then concern.
0: they get to choose for you.
1: Yeah, that's a major fuck that's a major fucking concern that if uh, you're not around that the government decides what's best for my children. Like that would fucking yeah, send me over the edge. Like fucking over the edge. Yeah. But um, I I would consider I would use all my legal options and when those run out, I I look in the other ones, other options. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: i'm going john wick on this motherfucker could you imagine my mom dude just like like let's go yeah
1: she fucking hates
0: guns so much too but dude Uh, that's the thing they're finally well they finally decided that they should have one in the house and not for any particular reason winter my stepmom she's always been like she's knows how to handle guns she's she goes to the shooting range but my mom wouldn't let her have it and that's because something happened when she was a child with my grandfather but uh and nothing like crazy it was more well it was crazy but not like her and my grandfather involved it's not like a crazy thing like that because i made it sound bad <laughs> but uh <laughs> anyways so she's just like very anti-gun um but sure. it's only for like personal reasons whatever and uh but now they're they're like yeah we should probably have one and it was because of the craziness of the riots and the yeah, craziness of the last reason. couple years and so winter's like i t- like we're gonna get one like i'm um, i'm gonna get one your mom's fine me getting one they're going to be the typical leftist that owns a gun where it has like you know 17 codes to get into your goddamn safe yeah. and i was like well that's <laughs> pointless like mine sits on my <laughs>
1: nightstand yeah mine, mine's <laughs> on my nightstand right now
0: dude <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude and so like i was like well that that I, I always joke with them about that, but you know, and it, it's, you're right. That's exactly like, I, I never understood this single issue voter, like, not that I believe in voting at all, but it always bothered me when people were like single issue voters. And when she put it that, that this was just this week, when she put it like that, I was like, you know, that's a very good, that's a very good reason. You're protecting your family, so you're going to vote that way regardless of what else happens, because at least you can protect it that much. Where you can try to deal with everything else that happens afterwards. Like I understand, like I fucking get. Yeah, it.
1: and I think having kids really changes your perspective. I think most single issue voters have kids. Like I'm maybe yeah. I don't really know, but I'm just guessing. But that, you know, all those like the thing in Virginia when the governor ran on education and the school choice thing—that's what won in yeah. the fucking election. And that was a, pretty yeah. much the single issue that he ran on. And that makes sense. The weird shit that was being exposed that was like going on in public schools, like that—that that makes sense why all those angry moms were like, "Yeah, we're voting Republican. Fuck you."
0: <laughs> yeah, and you know, it just—it's just like I think we not saying that we're winning any elections with this fucking idea or anything like that but i think we could there's something to learn from that (laughs) if i could say it like you know like there there was something that like i even me personally that i need to learn from that where i was like "Mm, i completely understand that because i just put myself in that issue like that same scenario where i was like if if it was me like fuck Like that would, like, I might be just like, dude, I don't give a fuck what y'all say. Like, I'm going to protect my fucking family. Like I, as much as I fucking possibly can. And you know, like if, if you're not, and neither of them are going to go out to the fucking woods and protect their family. Like, I, I don't expect that of them. That's not like something that they should. That's not something that we should expect of people to have to do. Like, you know what I yeah, mean? They're not, but,
1: they're not reading Ted Krasinski. They're, they're not on yeah. that level.
0: <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Like, that's not something yeah. that they have to do. And that's winter not something says that most
1: people want to do. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: When winter says she listens to the show every once in a while and that we're funny and, but we're, we're stupid. And so shout out to winter. I love you.
1: <laughs> hey, winter. Love you too. Um, <laughs> But no, dude, that makes sense. And, uh, uh, you know, that's, that's why, like when joe jorgensen's campaign i think that was one of the major reasons why uh they were so hated is because they weren't seizing the moment like when there's a a moment of opportunity when something is happening and you're not facing it you're not doing you're like what would gain you the most attraction i mean for god's sakes dude i'm if if like during the lockdowns this was like the number one issue in 2020 was the fucking lockdowns and they were saying almost nothing about it. I mean, this was what's taking over the news. This was literally sending people home. And so this was like, it wasn't happening. Yes.
0: They're like, like, well, the government,
1: the the government shouldn't force people to stay home, but it's a good idea. And wear your mask. That's the shit they were saying. And it was like, what the fuck dude? like, you want to seize the moment that's these these single issues that's what most people vote on if you don't understand that about most people then you probably shouldn't be running for office because you got to seize those yeah. moments when something's going on and you take a hard stance and and fucking do something like come out say the most uh extreme thing not like the most extreme but like the most what brave on? the most brave thing you can say in the moment yes. like if you if, she would have got ridiculed. What, look, what has history taught us? What has
0: history taught I, yes, us? Yes,
1: yes. Favor
0: fate, fortunes the bold. Like fortune favors the bold. The reason why that's a fucking saying, carpe diem, seize the day. Like those two things. Like that's what you that like, as a as a person in political office to be talked about on a daily, like on the daily, on every major newscast because. You as the libertarian candidate for president, a woman—I'll bet a white woman—but a woman, all the same, was sitting could have sat there and been like, "I'm all for people protecting themselves from a virus," but I don't think that what we're this. She didn't even have to say it like as crazily as we do. Like if she could have just came out and was like, "I'm all for people." Protecting, say it very political. I'm all for people, look directly in a camera. I'm all for people protecting themselves. And I totally respect your prerogative for doing so. But what they are telling us right now and what they are making us do right now with these vaccines and these lockdowns and these restrictions are absolutely horrendous and a threat to our life and our liberty in the future and present day. And that could have been it.
1: She would have voted for you.
0: <laughs> yeah. She would have she would have we would have been like, that was the most political way to say that. Like yeah, it, you, and obviously you just shot that
1: from the hip, dude. You just yeah. shot that from the hip. Imagine if you had a team that put together yeah. better words and more political yeah. savvy shit. Yeah. Oh my god. Been, it would
0: have been fine. It would have been fine. And you know, we would have been like, All right. I that was great. Like, good job. Like that would have been fine. She could have yeah. tweeted that. It could, didn't even have to be her fucking face. It could have just been her little picture next to it. Picture next to that fucking quote, and she could have just fucking tweeted that out there, and we would have been like, you know, it's not what, it's not how I would have said it, but I fucking like that's the best way to say it if you're trying to run for office, I guess.
1: Yeah, dude, like that. Boom, that, and, done, and that you could run against the Democrat. Obviously, you could run against the Democrats on that, and you can run against. Uh, the, to the right of the republicans on that issue because most of them were pussy whipped about it dude yeah it was fucking insane how pussy the fucking republicans were when there was just a clear i mean look look how poppy like i had no idea i did not know who ron DeSantis was before the lockdowns did nope, you know who ron a, DeSantis? was not a fucking clue no idea maybe if i lived in florida i would have known but we were in arizona not a fucking clue didn't we know fucking didn't Ducey. know anything we had Doug Ducey, who was a bitch, and oh, what are we, what are we hearing the whole bitch, time? Dude. What were we hearing from Nick? Like a lot of the times when he would, oh, all oh, yeah, oh, these people are going to Florida, all oh, oh, like he was a club promoter and he was talking about all those mm-hmm. people that are flying to Florida to go party, and Florida was the shit. Yeah. Oh, he's he's selling a uh, club or I don't Nuts. know, fucking. He was yacht. yacht. he was selling, would, yes, Remember, rentals. he was selling yes. yacht.
0: He was rental yacht rentals in
1: fucking Florida during like in the middle of the summer in 2020 that's what he was fucking doing and it was and we were we were all
0: sitting there like damn we're fucking poor we can't even go outside
1: right now damn dude florida's fucking going crazy and florida was the hype and he took like he seized the fucking moment he became a well-known name across not even across the fucking country across the world i've heard i've heard europeans that we're talking about Ron DeSantis. Like, this it's insane how popular he got off of it. And you could have yeah. put the liberty like, I'm not even saying that the, the political way is the best way to do it, but you could have send a fucking message for sure. And if it was the Libertarian Party with Joe Jerkinson and uh Spike Cohen up there talking mad shit about these lockdowns and throwing fucking numbers and stats and all that bullshit out there, they could have made a goddamn name for themselves, put themselves on the fucking map, maybe even swing some votes their way. Who fucking knows? And but it's just so crazy. Like, how can you look at Ron DeSantis and be like, damn, that was that was the best move. That was that should have been yeah. that should have been it, right? That should have been
0: what we were doing. That's what that's what we should have been running on. Like that's legitimately what we should have been running on if the Libertarian that- Party wanted to be serious. But no we had the uh, That wasn't her, but it was somebody inside her that had connected. Like, bro, you're the Libertarian Party. At this point, be in charge of your own fucking Twitter. Like, I don't (laughs) care if you're the Libertarian candidate or for president or vice president. Be in charge of your own fucking Twitter, please. Yeah. Like, like you got like, I'm sorry. You're not doing anything other than that. Like, you should be.
1: Tweets got Donald Trump elected, dude.
0: (laughs) And he did it himself because nobody else is going to take credit for half the shit that he said. So <laughs> like, like dude, it's like the mega McCain thing. Uh, you know, when everybody was shitting on, uh, New Hampshire, like, yeah. uh, you know, the libertarian, I don't even want the libertarian. I do not want that. Cause I don't think it's, I don't think it's a winning move to do what New Hampshire did, but I love it. I love what New Hampshire did. I thought it was great. The libertarian party national, They come out, they quote tweet it. They're like, well, this sounds absolutely aggressive and horrendous. What she has advocated for and what John McCain did in his lifetime as a senator was even more so. So I don't have any problem over this tweet. I'm not going to lose sleep on people dancing on the graves of warmongering, horrible human beings. That's all they had to say. That's all they had to say but then they get in these fucking dude that's the problem with like the libertarian party is like they're so addicted to clout like and don't get me wrong I would generally say most of the people in even us we kind of like the clout. Like, it's kind of nice uh, getting, you know, a thousand followers on a, on a on a day or something like that. Like, it's like, this tweet blew up or some yeah, shit, the, you know? The
1: dopamine's rush, like, oh, hell yeah, yeah dude.
0: I- <laughs> it's like, but the, but the Libertarian Party as a whole shouldn't have like a dopamine rush. Like, that shouldn't be our prerogative. It's like, let's build a foundation on the ideals that we are running on. And off of that foundation, let's continue to build. Let's build a yeah. stronger foundation and let's build it up and make it strong at its fucking core. And you don't have to be like, I don't expect the national party or just people that are in that, that realm. Cause obviously we're not in that fucking realm and I have no urge to be, but if there was anything that I expected them to do, it's represent the idea of You know, the anarchist, whether you're left or right, the minarchist, whether you're left or right, and just say it in the most opportune language that you could, the most easily digestible language that you can. And it doesn't mean not be offensive because you can sit there and still call Meghan McCain a horrible, shitty person and John McCain a horrible, shitty person without being like, yeah. She's a fucking pig and dah, da da, dah, 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 But LPNH, they can do it all they want. Like I'm fine with a Libertarian National New Hampshire party, like doing that. That's fucking dope. Like you're a state party and you're ran by, you know, 10 fucking people and two people have the code to your fucking Twitter. Like, go ahead. Do you like, I'm, I don't even, I have no problem with that whatsoever. I'll retweet their shit every goddamn day because it's what I'm saying. Like that's, they're saying the same shit that I say. So I'm cool with that. I'm not trying to make it like it's not a thing. I'm just saying if you guys want – like if they legitimately want to win, and it it's just doesn't seem like they do, like that even now, like even with the Mises caucus in charge, still doesn't seem like they want to win. They still won't say the things – they just don't want – they don't say things the right way. And it's like I'm not a bright man. I'm not the fucking – next albert einstein i'm not the fucking next political like guru but come on we can we can do better and like let's just let's just sit there take a second and when asked that question like let's let's have a fucking answer and not be like uh well that's uh the libertarian new hampshire party like i don't i don't know what to tell you like nah,
1: yeah well i so, for any context, the LPNH, uh, the New Hampshire official party Twitter account of New Hampshire, they on the like anniversary <laughs> on the death of John Looking McCain, great dude. It was beautiful. I think it was like the fourth awesome. or third. They basically they tweeted a picture of Megan McCain crying over her father's not long enough, uh, uh casket, and but and, they, and the only thing they said though was happy holidays. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's now, a fucking holiday. We we got you and uh, you, I, Nick and I got fucking hammered the night that John McCain
1: died. It was got fucking it was a hammered. good day. It was a great day. The only thing I'm saying is maybe add a little bit more context to that to that tweet. Yeah. And that but yeah. other than that I enjoyed it. Personally, I loved it. I, I thought, loved it. I fucking I liked thought it was I like that mentality. Great. I think that mentality is very good and and like in and, and, and it should be known and it should be a norm in my opinion that these people are publicly humiliated, shamed yes. for their atrocities. Yeah, I feel absolutely. like that should Completely be the agree. norm. And yeah. there was a lot of fucking people that freaked out about that uh tweet. And the only thing and the and I think yeah, I think but I think it. I don't think it's too bad. Like, I like that the Libertarian Party Twitter accounts are like maybe going too far. You know what I mean? Like, maybe that I'd, one. I'd was,
0: rather them go too far than not enough. I guess I'd rather yes, them go too far yes. than not
1: enough. Yes. Maybe some of their tweets are going to be like a little like, ah, that one might be a little too edgy. You're too you're, you're off the edge now, buddy. But I like that. I like I'm glad they're pushing boundaries. Yeah. I think that's great I'd, because before it was like, oh, my God, dude, it was horrible. Like, I don't even know. I'd rather I'd rather
0: get the question.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'd I'd rather. No, I
0: didn't follow him. I don't know if I still I don't I still don't know if I follow him. I might follow him now, but I don't know. But I'd rather I'd rather the LP get the question. Do you have any comments? We're writing a piece about this tweet that you tweeted out. Do you have any comments on that? Kind of like Jeremy Kaufman. He's been having, uh, sh- like, he had a, a whole story written about him and how he's, like, this fucking horrendous piece of shit. And they reached out for comments, and he's like, nah, fuck you, I'm good. Or good. he, and then in a, in a different one, he, like, this is what I said, and this is what you guys are trying to write. But this is what I said. And then he shared the screenshots. And when the article comes out, it's like, well, you can just go look up Jeremy Kaufman, this article, and that pops up. And then you can see right afterwards where he's posts the fucking screenshots on Twitter of what he actually said. I'd rather them push too far and get asked for comment. And even if they don't run their comment and you able to explain what you were doing there, than them just being like milk toast fucking pieces of shit. Absolutely. I I would agree with that 100%. I'm just saying there's a lot smarter people than I am. And the two things that I said on here, I would have been like, "Well said, LP. Good job." You yeah. know what I mean? And like that's all I'm saying.
1: Yeah, the messaging. I think the messaging overall has gotten a lot better. I don't think it's as milk toast. I definitely think it's it's, the not, LPNH, it's Definitely not as milk toast. Yeah, I think the LP and H is definitely they're the best. If you're gonna follow any libertarian party account, oh, fucking funniest. That's for sure. Follow that one. They're fucking. They're good. They're I think they're and honestly, I think they're causing a lot of problems in like in the in New Hampshire. Like the journalists there, the local journalists there yeah. are fucking in a frenzy because of them. And that's yeah. good. That's well, fucking a, good. An
0: LP an LP Yeah. A prior LP member there uh move over to the Democratic Party. And then uh Sarwak, he's trying to get elected as a Democrat or the Democrats are endorsing Sarwak to be treasurer for something um, not in the democratic party, but they were like, we would rather this liberal because the Democrats aren't running. I don't, I think he's in New Hampshire. I'm pretty sure he's in New Hampshire, but the yeah, Democrats aren't running a candidate for treasury or for treasurer. So Sarwak ran as uh, to be treasurer and the Democrats endorsed Sarwak to be okay. the treasurer.
1: I think Sarwak, belongs there <laughs> yeah well
0: i think i think coffin that's somebody we need to get on you asked me at the beginning of before the show who we should have on and that's somebody that we should definitely have on yeah um sure. just because i think it'd be funny as fuck uh, and
1: his commercials are great uh, yes yeah he really so, like, hits the nail on the head with those commercials the one with the war is gay was the best one so far <laughs> dude so awesome so awesome uh the uh
0: the, the whole thing with LP New Hampshire, not their Twitter account or whatever, um, the whole thing with LP New Hampshire, I always make jokes about LP New Hampshire. And I think it's well-deserved. You picked a horrible fucking state to be in. I'm just saying. Like, I'm just saying. And the one thing I can say about the LP New Hampshire people and their followers is they can't take a fucking joke and they need to learn how to I'm just saying even the last time when I brought it up you're like well they're doing a lot of good and I was like it was a fucking joke it was a joke I said they couldn't move 20 people in to vote out the 10 people that are in office but (laughs) I just I just want the fucking LP New Hampshire people I support you but it's fun to make fun of you. And just like it's fun to make fun of me or it's fun to make fun of Typo, get over it, you fucking pussies.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, the – yeah, I, I mean, I've never been to New Hampshire. So I'll say I can't really – I would critique them. But I have no desire to be anywhere near the fucking East Coast. <laughs> like, at all. <laughs> <laughs> like, at all, dude. It's the last place I want to be is on the East fucking Coast. Yeah. Like, I don't know why – Absolutely. especially that close to like new york i don't know that bothers me but i i, I like the <laughs> dude, middle of too, the country dude.
0: <laughs> <laughs> dude it's like new york just new york is a fucking ah it's just i feel bad for anybody that's there it's some place i've always wanted to go visit just to see because it's new york you know like but
1: yeah oh and it was God. like a it was like a cultural icon like that's where yeah. It was like the place in the in the in our country that other people knew, like they, they knew yeah. New York City, like everyone knew New York City. Yeah. And it was like the place to be. That's where comedy came from. I mean, they were they did great with sports for a long time. They did great with uh uh like just all these cultural things were coming out of New York. And I mean, now I mean, maybe there's still some great things going on in New York. I don't fucking know. But to <laughs> me, New York's probably a shithole. And I just believe it's a shit hole and I think I think a well, lot you know, of major cities every, are going. everybody downhill.
0: thought that ab- yeah well that's the same thing with like LA people want to see LA for the first time and it's like I've seen LA plenty and it's like I don't I could live the rest of my life never seeing LA again I'd rather like San Diego is arguably worse than LA but I'd rather be in San Diego
1: I agree I totally agree yeah. with that actually
0: yeah like i'd rather be in san diego because i honestly always had a better time in san diego than la like and la just it just fucking sucks like it is yeah it's a shitty place to be
1: and not because of
0: like the crime or like anything like that it's not even just of that it's just like when you're the way it's set up like the rolling blackouts the fucking bars like it doesn't like the things that are important the beaches like i don't want to go to any of the la beaches there's like one la beach like laguna is kind of nice and there and then there's another beach that it's like it's they're pretty beaches but you have to be like a fucking millionaire to even touch the sand so it's not there's no point um like there's just there's just nothing good. But it's like that cultural icon center. You know, if somebody from if another country, you're like, oh, I'm from California. They're like, oh, L.A. And you could be like, no, I'm from Sacramento. And they're like, that place exists. Like, I don't know what the fuck that is. Yeah. yeah you know yeah. what I mean? So it's and like, like I- that other cultural. You have L.A. and New York, and they're both just cool to visit once. Uh, I'd love to go to see New York, but shitholes
1: yeah like yeah like i've been to, i don't know how many times exactly i've been to la i think probably like three maybe four and like one out of those times was a good time <laughs> like it's not yeah. like a, it's not it's not to say that i had like a like a bad time with my friends there it's just that like i just didn't see the hype you know like People make all oh, the Hollywood right. stars. You go see the Hollywood stars and it's like, oh, my God, this place is a shithole. <laughs> it's like, oh, go see this yeah. in L.A. <laughs> and you go look at that and it's like, oh, my God, this is a shithole. Like this is just all it's just shitholes <laughs> that are on TV. So you think it's cool.
0: Right. Yeah. And that's the that's the thing where it's like, ah, I'm good. I don't I don't have any urge. Maybe maybe one day when things chill out, then I'll go visit New York. And be like, oh, this is, you know a wasteland now because nobody lives here and they all died off but it's cool to see it now
1: <laughs> yeah but, <laughs> well it maybe it maybe the lockdowns i don't know maybe my mindset's changed but i'm more excited to go look at it's like <laughs> this. maybe the best way to put it you know how when we were younger we wanted to go to the bars that had the most people because there's the most group like that's where the most girls yeah. were so we want to yeah. go look at all that's where we want to go that's where the people are at man but now that we're older me and you were like let's go to like you know half a city you know like let's go find a place that's it's it's like a city but not really you know like yeah like
0: we can call it a city but anybody from a city will be like that's not a city
1: yeah exactly anyone from a major city will be like this is not a city at all but (laughs) this is not what are you talking about like there's not even public transportation like oh yeah i guess that's important (laughs) but like but we don't have any homeless
0: why do we need public transportation
1: (laughs) (laughs) But that's I think that's our mindset now. is like now we're like maybe less people is a little bit better, you know? Like maybe we like we're like the hipster, we're like hipsters looking for a city, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude.
0: Hey, I'm cool with that. Uh yeah, I'm way cool with that. And you know, Tennessee might be a little white for me. Might be a little white for me. No,
1: I it'll uh, be a lot of white for you, buddy.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. I uh and it'll be very white for my girlfriend too, but uh you know, I've always grown up in areas that had a little bit more color than Tennessee, a little bit more color than Tennessee. But I'm sure I'll find my crowd. They always find me. So
1: yeah,
0: uh, I'll be all right.
1: You might be surprised. There might be some ghetto ass white people there too. <laughs> I don't.
0: I don't yeah. want the ghetto ass white people. There should only be one of us. So like, that's why there's only one like Eminem, yeah. and everybody doesn't consider him ghetto anymore because he's a fucking sellout. But uh you know we'll find we'll find the crowd there um i don't know i'm i'm really excited for tennessee i really am uh just because i like fucking i kind of like moving to a completely different area and learn and like being a part of it you know what i mean and with uh
1: yeah that's what i did when i moved to phoenix i had a great time doing that it was something completely different completely new it was awesome yeah
0: yeah and you know fuck for some goddamn reason we don't like it it's not like we're not going to be able to move again so exactly so i just i'm i'm looking forward to that to a lot uh, looking forward to that a lot and somebody reached out i think on twitter and was tweeting about us and they said it's uh i'm guessing they live there it's on our biting the bullet page but they're like it's grossly underrated for liberty, liberty peeps um let me see and then the, there's one other thing that i want to talk about and i'll bring it up right after i find this uh i don't know somebody was fucking angry tweeting us about trump it looks like at one point okay so it's um it's el capo the boy oh, uh yeah, he is. listens to our podcast yeah he listens to our podcast every week shout out to him l underscore capo c-a-p-p-o underscore d-a the underscore boy boi go follow him he's really fucking funny uh he was like just listen to the new biting the bullet episode and they mentioned moving to tennessee i highly encourage this especially for anyone in the liberty or homesteading sphere the tennessee georgia carolina area has possibly the best climate and environment in the entire u.s and everything that i've seen about it so far looks beautiful like i loved the northern side of georgia loved it um I got to meet Shane out there. My girlfriend and I met Shane and his wife and his kids. And where he lives is fucking gorgeous. It's just so pretty. And then, uh, you know, me and my girlfriend, we're looking, obviously, in a city. And I know that's why you and I talked about that. We got, We didn't need a big city that has a million plus people in it. We just wanted a city that had city things that could still draw our shitty fucking Midwest bands to go play at it. and then uh you know that's just kind of where we're looking so you know not even where we're looking that's like the goal the plan is to move there it's cheaper than everywhere else um that we've looked and uh it's just beautiful it's a beautiful area it's a beautiful area and six hours from a beach on either coast of georgia fucking two hours from the mountains get to the appalachians like can't beat it great farming area so I think that's where I'll end up in the next year or two years.
1: I think being close to the farms is a really good idea. <laughs> that's yeah, me just, too. A, just a hunch. Just a hunch. Um, but no, I I agree, dude. Um Missouri Missouri's actually probably like honestly, I think Missouri's another place that's really good. I don't necessarily want to go I think there.
0: People forget that Missouri exists.
1: Uh yeah, and that's well, a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say they're both flyover (laughs) states for a reason, but uh, I think I think um, like Missouri, they I don't know what's going on with their state politics, but it's looking good. Like I I get updates and stuff, and I kind of keep an eye on them just because they're right across the river from me, and I'm I'm always impressed with what's going on in Missouri. There's that's where I think that's where Austin Peterson ran for senator or something like that. Yeah, I think Um, so. But there's a lot of like kind of those. It's like a more liberty-oriented people that I I meet in Missouri. Like people come over to Illinois and they shit on us all the time, dude. They shit on us all the fucking time, and I have not. I have no defense. I'm like, I know, dude. And they're like, you're right there, dude. Just cross the fucking river, and I'm like, I know, dude. I know. <laughs> I got plans to go somewhere else. Okay, so fuck off right now. <laughs> but it's and. So I think fucking funny, but I'm 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 hyping up the Midwest. I think the Midwest is like it's just I different. It's where here. it's at, return to tradition. Different. Yeah, dude. Like I think, like and honestly, like, I don't probably... need a farm.
0: I don't need a farm. Like to be honest, like I don't need a farm. I don't need like all these animals. But I'd like a little chicken coop and a greenhouse, or I have some veggies. Like I I want my backyard to be forest, where I can go and fuck around in the forest or you know like i just there's just something about that now personally for me like i never thought that that's what i that's what i wanted like my dad like you saw where my dad lived like i i had that and it's not particularly like the forest and everything but that great like the great plains life you know he lives in the middle of nebraska there's a cornfield across the street like a giant cornfield that stretches for miles um you know it was like super small town But, and that's not necessarily what I want, but I definitely don't want to be in the city anymore. Like that's the fucking goal now. Like I want the in-between, I want the semi big city feel where I don't know everybody in fucking town and they don't know all of my business, but my community that I live in, like I know all of them by first names and you can like be a part of the city and have a pulse on the city because you can't have a, like, I don't care who you are in Phoenix Arizona you don't have a pulse on what the city is you have no idea because there's it's so big that you can't
1: yeah and i i agree dude i think see i was kind of like the opposite and for a while like not the opposite like kind of like you where when i moved to phoenix i loved the city i was like oh this is awesome dude i'm probably going to live here this is where i want to be and then 2020 changed everything dude i'm not even shitting you like i think 2020 really changed yeah, it did my my perspective, like, not only not only did I lose my fucking yeah. job overnight, but then the fucking, like, I mean, we only had a day of riots, but still, that was still like, Jesus Christ, dude, what is going on? You know, like, that kind of makes you think, like, why would I want this, you know? And I think after, right. and then coming, coming back here, now this is a little smaller, a lot smaller than I really want. But, like, yeah. the people's mindsets, I really like it, where they're just kind of... Like, you know, we, we don't do that. You know, we don't do that here. Like, like there's signs yeah. posted on convenience stores like, oh, we wear, wear the mask. And then no one follows it. And it's just like, holy shit, dude. When like, that's the type of community I want. I don't know if it'll be another pandemic. I don't know what what the fuck the government's going to do next. But whatever fucking propaganda bullshit they're trying to feed us. I just want to be with the people that are like, yeah, we're not doing that. That's what I want. Yeah, that's I love yeah. that
0: exactly and that's kind of that's like the fucking point um the last thing that we'll get to and then we can wrap up and this probably won't be too long but it's going to be fun uh you talked about it before um on last week's episode but we also had a tweet <laughs> we also had a tweet i don't know if you saw it or not typo and maybe this is why you went down your research rabbit hole but we had a tweet on our biting the bullet account that uh Gads Wolf Eleven, G-A-D-Z, W O L F eleven. Uh, they tweeted at us and they're like, Yep, just finishing off this week's episode. Along with today's shift at work, the Dahomey Empire was a slave empire, raiding their neighbors to sell into the Atlantic slave trade. A big role of the Amazon warriors, in quotations, was to mass sacrifice slaves every year, too. And this is going towards, if you guys didn't listen to last week's show, it's going towards the uh, the woman king that uh was coming out that typo thought was part of the Black Panther universe um <laughs> and I had to explain to him that they were like the Amazonian warriors in Africa uh but you did some more research on it so go ahead and tell us about uh what your research found typo
1: <laughs> yeah dude so i felt bad because i totally thought because you said oh this is based on like true events i don't know why but i thought it was about black panther like first thoughts <laughs> but Yeah, dude. It's like the Dahomey Amazons and they were a fawn all-female military regiment from the Kingdom of Dahomey which existed from the 1600s until the 1904. They are one of the few documented female armies in modern history. They were named Amazons by the Western Europeans who encountered them due to the story of the female warriors of Amazons in uh, Greek mythology. But what I didn't know because I didn't really know a lot about this, but you know, they in the movie, at least the trailer. I only watched it once, but the trailer made it seem like you know these colonists are coming. I didn't see any slaves. They're, they're yeah, they're getting invaded, and <laughs> these female warriors got to hold them off. And what? So I was like, I don't know, like maybe maybe there's more to this. Maybe, and it's true, they were mostly female, but what they kind of left out was the emergence of an all-female military regiment was the result of the Dahomey's male population facing high casualties in their increasingly f- frequent violent and warfare with their neighboring uh, West African states. The This led to the Dahomey being one of the leading tribes in the slave trade with the o- Oyo Empire, which used slaves for commodity exchange in the West Africa in West Africa until the British Empire brought an end to the slave trade in the in the region. And I just I I'm just gonna go out on a limb here. I doubt the movie is gonna mention that they own slaves or ever have slaves, and I doubt they're ever going to mention that the white colonists actually ended them from having slaves i just really don't think that is going to be in the movie and me and you were talking before this show i think the movie would be a thousand times better if that was in the fucking show if they made these like warriors being these like female warriors being these brutal fucking female, like slave trade owners it would almost be like holy shit fucked up kind of cool. <laughs> well, and
0: uh, dude, that's the whole thing. It's like uh we were talking about apocalypse now too before the show when we were talking about this specific subject and how much Apocalypto. better Apocalypto. Yeah, Apocalypse not Apocalypse now. Apocalypto and how much better it made the movie when they're and now there's like other theories that they're not as bloodthirsty as they made it out to be. But it's like Jordan Peterson has this fucking whole thing on Uh, societies of those times you know how why blood sacrifice was so like so prevalent um, on how he understands it not particularly that it's true or not on how he understands it that it's a sacrifice to gain something an ultimate sacrifice to gain something not he's not saying that it's good but that It required a certain type of person to be able to do that and then go out and continue their daily work and being like, as long as I toil through this, we'll reap benefits from the sacrifice and the sacrifice of my time doing the work and how important it was to those societies. I'm not saying that in the woman king (laughs) that, (laughs) that they need to show how beneficial it was the slave trade to their tribe that's not what i'm saying i'm saying that is it is important to depict necessary elements of a greater context to a story um while telling the story it's like we all hate those movies that they get made in one country and then they get made in america with like different actors and the jokes don't quite land the same and stuff like that because the context of whatever it is was in Sweden and then like it doesn't land the same way in the United States and it kind of it just takes away from the whole movie you know what I mean or it was in like so like I feel like I always we you and I uh, we're fucking movie guys like you and I love fucking movies and so like I love movies that just show like it doesn't have to be exactly accurate, but when, uh, what's it called, um, Game of Thrones did that season, that that one episode in the last season of, um, in the last season when it was like the battle for the North, and it was the Ramses versus, uh, Jon Snow and all those people, and it was oh, like yeah. a legitimate hell battle in with horses and knights and all that shit and all the you know uh professors and things like that that had studied this type of history they were like this is the most accurate depiction that we've seen of this in history uh portrayed on a a movie screen and it's like those things because it changes the whole outlook of what that battle was it's not one person like just, just demolishing 10, 15, 20, 35, yeah. 50 people. Well, they're because all they're like, the like hero.
1: spread out fighting individually, like people, whatever. Like these people were like claustrophobic, getting trampled on, like getting yeah. pushed back into like their there's little there's a circle. wall
0: of bodies because people just keep climbing up to them, climbing up them to kill the other side. Like, like it's important to show the actual context. So if they And this is why like the movie's not going to be as good. I heard it's got a great reviews already and the story itself is probably a really good story. I'll I'll just go out on a limb and say that I'll probably enjoy the movie still, but knowing the historical context of it, I will like it less now because I think that's an important context to portray. Why Why are they all women? Because they're just going to be, it's a woman's empowerment movie and blah, 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 blah. But it's like, why did, like, I think it's important to show why these women, not just because of the slave trade, but like, why did there have to be women at this time period? It wasn't just because they were the strongest or they were the fastest. And that's why it's because in wartime, a large majority of the men in this fucking tribe ended up dying. And so these women had to step up, and that's an impressive feat in and of itself. Like, good for you, and you became historically uh, notarized because of it. Like, that's a historical context that I think would be important in bringing into the movie. Now, on top of that, maybe it happens before the slave trade, whatever <laughs> you know. But I, yeah. you know, this is this is where the Hollywood part comes from, where we get so. This is where people are like. The whole time this movie's out, and the every review that we're gonna see from any right-leaning person is like, "Yeah, but the Dahomey uh, were slave traders, and da 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 da." And if they just, I just feel like people need to own their shit more. It's like, yo, know, these people weren't the great people that we're gonna that we made them out to this to be in this movie. You know, if they were just honest about it and were like, "Hey, these weren't the fucking best people in the world, and they did some really fucked up shit." but they were very important to this tribe. And it still shows a sense of woman empowerment because of how they had to handle themselves to survive with their tribe. Yeah. Like, like that's still important and it's still like brave and bold and still important to do so. But yeah, acting like everybody's just good all the time and that these specific instances made these people good is like, it's just kind of meh to me.
1: Yeah. Like, 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 slavery was a norm in this time. This was a completely normal thing that societies did. Like, it, it, it's fucked up. We don't really do it, at least in first world countries, until we elected Just a black president. And then we brought it back to Libya. But no big deal. But <laughs> but but we, what I'm saying is, like, and, and for the context of the time, if you have, like, these badass warriors, right, and they're owning, like, they are a fucking empire is how they get described, and they have, like, one of the most brutal but powerful slave trades in africa like it's not like yes it's not a good thing but it also shows dominance and shows like at, at for their time they were dominating the region like that's impressive yeah and like 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 they they fought against the europeans you know they're fighting off other other african tribes like this is like they're they're like take they're fighting african tribes taking their young and forced them to be slaves and it's like that is a dominant move that is dominating like dominant that's real fucking dominance right there
0: you only hear that about you know the british or the americans yeah that's who you hear that from and it's like well they're looked at powerfully and it's like guess what like there was another powerful country like tribe doing that exact thing
1: yeah and and it and, and also like it almost like victim like in a weird way like cut out yes it's a human rights violation yes it's it's not good we we all recognize like anyone with a fucking brain can recognize that but cut that out and be like stop portraying like africans as these victim of colon coloners or colonizers and portray them as like no They fucking had authority. We had rule here. We dominating these people. That is a much better way to portray them in history instead of just like, they're the victims. They're just the innocent victims that didn't deserve They've always been the victims. No, like portraying them as like these dominating power sources that were like fucking had a massive slave trade. Like that is like like just cut out yes everyone recognizes it's a human rights file everyone can recognize it. it's so easy yes. but just cu- cut that out and look at it as like for their time that is an accomplishment like what they were doing was insane and it's just like i don't know maybe i'm i'm trying to phrase this in the way of like yes everyone had slaves but these ones were the best at it like you know what i'm saying <laughs>
0: like, yeah yeah and that's like that's the thing right where it's like it's not so much that it's like oh it portrays slavery in a good light it's like no it portrays these people in a different light than they're always shown and if you want to show that you know people of the time aren't victims and they weren't victims and that some were it's like well then show who was the ones putting them in that precarious situation Like that's, I think it's, I just think it's important. Like, and as, and I think the movie would be 10 times better if they accurately depicted it and I haven't seen it yet. So, you know what? Like I'm, this is me talking shit off the riff and just assuming because of
1: what I know. If we see Hollywood actors, like black Hollywood actors, just like whipping other black people, dude, I'm going to freak out. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Because I just don't like, I like just knowing how things go right now. Like I just do not expect that to happen. But no, if it does happen in it, like, hey, more power to you. You told the actual story, and will, it's not something I will much eat my like words a,
1: on this podcast. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. And whoever made the movie, I'm gonna give them fucking props. Like, I will make, I'll give them all the fucking props. But it's more like the, like let's be, let's be truthful in our representations of history because they're important, and it does shine a different light and it's not, it's not that it's like, I'm not trying to make it out to be for people that would take this clip out of context to try to make it out to be like, well, black people were slave owners too. Like, that's not what I'm trying to say. It's more that in the time period, like you said, getting rid of the morality of what slaves are like, and that's not a a good argument to make anyways, but like if you had gotten rid of that, gotten rid of that argument if you were just like what were powerful countries and powerful tribes doing at the time they had slaves or a slave trade with other people and that made them more powerful because they had a commodity that they could you know transfer and obviously it's not good slavery is bad but (laughs) it's it's uh it's a different light to Portray the people and fuck, dude. If I was a descendant of the Dahomey, like you got fucking homie in your name already, like you're a descendant of the Dahomey, and you were just like, yeah, I was, I w- like, I'm a descendant of fucking a badass tribe of African Amazon warriors, female African of Amazon warriors. Like that's something Like I'm not saying that you have to be proud of that, like. I wouldn't sit here and be like, oh, yeah, my like if I was actually like Norse or not Norse, but like of descendants of a Viking, I wouldn't be like, yeah, I'm proud of my Viking heritage because I just think it's kind of stupid. Like, i oh, it's like whatever. Um, but, you know, I mean, it's just one of those they things. dominated.
1: They dominated that region of Africa for like 300 years. That's fucking yeah, kind of
0: impressive. No, it is impressive. I'm just saying like the people that are super proud of what they're ancestors did and they're like that's why i'm so great and it's like "Eh, all right bro like hey, you you haven't done shit yeah. you sit you sit yeah, and yeah, jack yeah. off four times a day like all right now nah, like, i don't yeah i understand that whatever too, yeah <laughs> like yeah you're hessian i get it typo but like <laughs> you haven't killed a single person in your fucking 27 so I've, you're not really I a hessian. yeah i
1: do i haven't killed a single colonist my entire life <laughs> <laughs> but
0: yeah i not don't know yet. i just think it's interesting We'll have to we'll have to watch the movie and revisit it at a, at a later date. We'll we'll see how it goes.
1: Yeah, because I'm I think it's gonna be kind a little cringy, and it's oh, yeah. really gonna play into like the race thing. Like I think it's really oh, yeah. gonna play into it like hard, and I don't think it'll mention dude, slaves dude, I, like at all. No, um, one
0: movies that I think you should watch are anything by Jordan Peele. They're all amazing. They're all original stories. They're all fucking great. There's one out called Dope right now. Go watch that movie. It's so good, so good.
1: Uh, I've seen Get Out, and Get Out was amazing. What was there's another one I saw, and I can't remember the name, but it's like they have like under like shadow clones, or I can't remember the fucking name us. Yes, I've seen that. and That was pretty good yeah. too. I do like his movies. Yeah, he
0: has great movies. They're original stories or them. That's what it's called. Oh no no no. Us was the movie, but Them, go watch Them. It's a TV show. Fucking great. Awesome. Awesome fucking on. TV show. Uh, I think it's on Prime. I think it's oh, on cool. Prime. Yeah, fucking awesome. Phenomenal. We binge watched the fuck out of it because it was so good. Um, but anything that he does or he touches right now is phenomenal. Like it's, they're all original stories and it's like the uh, it's kind of like going back to the, uh, just real quickly before we end, it's like going back to the, uh, the black characters playing white characters, white characters playing black characters or Japanese characters or whatever. Um, like there's some stories that there's, there's no need for that. You know, like, it's like, all right, this is a black story. So like, let's keep only black people in and sure, yeah if it shows like in them, it shows a lot of white people in a very horrendous light. And it's like, well at the time period, I think it was like right after world war two was like in the fifties It's like, they still weren't that great to fucking black families that were moving into a, that the guy ends up, he's like an engineer. It's like this black dude and his family and he's like an engineer and he ends up kind of like an affirmative action type thing where he ends up at this company Uh-oh. as an engineer And then, uh, but the neighborhood that they live in and the house they moved into is all kind, it's more of a horror story than really like a civil rights movie. But it's like, uh, it's super good. It's really good. But, you know, it's like, tell those stories. Those are important stories. Get those out. It's important to the, the population that it's shown to. And yes, people need to go into every movie and every TV show like, oh, this is a depiction of Hollywood. Like this is a Hollywood's depiction of an event. And yeah, while yeah. this is more of a horror show, like you can't like sit there and act like everything is real while this is a horror show, but you know, like, just like, let it be a, a fucking good show. Like don't, they need to stop ruining things to try and make a, a point where it's like, you have stories and you have amazing stories. Like you're, whether it's the white community or the black community or the Hispanic community or the Arab community or like whatever community like everybody has amazing stories that can be told and it's like let's just depict it in a in a light that is beneficial for all cultures because it usually comes out with some pretty dope ass shit
1: yeah I agree doesn't have to be fucking
0: Leonardo DiCaprio and everything like fuck (laughs) (laughs) yeah 12 year olds
1: yeah they turn 25 and get the fuck out dude get the fuck out
0: (laughs) oh he's dating a 27 year old inflation's hitting hard this year
1: (laughs) yeah 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 i'll check it out though dude it sounds good
0: yeah check out them you'll fucking like it and then the movie dope it was it was actually pretty dope i liked it a lot it was really good (laughs) we watched it this weekend (laughs) (laughs) but uh i think that's the fucking shit show for the day i hope you guys enjoyed it type you got any last
1: words the midwest the Midwest is where you got to be. That's where me and Luke's going to be. Come join us. Well, if you're cool, if you're not, yeah, you can go, we'll go to LA. <laughs> but if you're cool, come the Midwest. That's where we'll be. That's We're going to make it cool with our yeah. huge following.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, if we get 1,500 people in Tennessee, then that's that's a Dude. win.
1: Dude, if I get like 10 people in Tennessee, I'll yeah. be like, that's a neighborhood, bro. That's a neighborhood. (laughs) We We own this block. (laughs) Got mongoose flags flying everywhere. Let's go, dude.
0: Just black and orange everywhere. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) We don't go there, son. The darkness touches it.
1: (laughs) Why is everyone sitting on their porch with assault rifles?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Safest neighborhood in America, baby. Let's go.
1: Let's fucking go, dude. That's all I got. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's the fucking shit show. Hope you guys enjoyed it. We'll see you next week. We out.